viruses are difficult sometimes to kill with rife technology because there's so many strains and you have to have the right frequency. So we do have scans that we run through what's called a scalar field, which can identify the variant of the virus and by, by the principle of resonance. So resonance, again, I've probably discussed this before, but it's like the, the glass. You've seen it on YouTube. If you look up resonance and shattering glass, it's like a 532 hertz or the high C note would cause the glass to vibrate and eventually shatter. Well, as it turns out, all forms of matter have a frequency which can destroy it. And this is the principle of resonance. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. For repeat guests, he's been with us many times, Dr. Bill McGraw. He's the author of many books on different subjects in health, such as Mercury, The Ultimate Truth, and Chronic Disease. He's done some work on the effects of aluminum on the body. Today, we want to focus on what are called uh, rife machines uh, used to treat uh, you know, various physical ailments in a really interesting and non-invasive way. So I'll let him describe more. Uh, Bill, thanks for coming back. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, Richard. It's great to be back. It's always a blast. Yeah, today I'm going to talk about some of the information from a seminar I did a couple of weeks ago with working with Spooky2. And of course, Spooky2 is the company developed by John White out of New Zealand. And now he actually lives in China where they make these machines because that's about the only place you could make them. Sure couldn't make them in the United States. And of course, they're machines that deal with rife technology. It's frequency medicine. And I wanted to relate some of the information going back to the 1930s because I went all the way back and I gathered as much information I could as about the whole story about what really happened. You see, in the 1930s, like early 1931, a fellow by the name of Royal Raymond Reif was working with microscopes and he invented the world's most most powerful microscope. It was like 60,000 X magnification. And he was the first one to see live viruses and bacteria by using polarized light. And this really intense microscope, because he had been working with microscopes for over a decade for different companies. And what he did was he was able to look at different pathogenic organisms, uh, bacteria and viruses. And then he looked at different frequencies created through this monstrous analog machine that was the size of a room, turning dials, creating different frequencies of energy, of electromagnetic energy, and watching the reaction of these pathogenic organisms. And what he determined, there were certain frequencies which could actually kill you know, bacteria and viruses, you know, tuberculosis and staphylococcus, and then eventually moved on, of course, to cancer cells. And he was one of the first scientists to determine that certain viruses were associated with cancer. Some believe that it caused cancer. Some believe said, well, it's definitely associated with cancer. But there was a guy in 1911 who actually published a paper on on cancer and, and viruses. His name is Rouse R.U. S R U R O U S and quick question here. So HPV, 
I guess it, mm-hmm. it appears to be well known. If mm-hmm. you could say such a thing is caused by viruses, and there are, I guess, you know, a very rare set of cancers that can be contracted. I guess like Tasmanian devils biting each other and getting cancer. You know, a certain kind of uh, cancer that they get. Sure. So uh, it's not such a crazy idea that viruses can cause certain kinds of cancers. Right, HPV, the human papillomavirus, tw- at least eleven hundred different strains. Viruses are difficult sometimes to kill with rife technology because there's so many strains and you have to have the right frequency. So we do have scans that we run through what's called a scalar field, which can identify the variant of the virus and by, by the principle of resonance. So resonance, again, I've probably discussed this before, but it's like the the glass. You've seen it on YouTube. If you look up resonance and shattering glass, it's like a fi- 532 hertz or the high C note would cause the glass to vibrate and eventually shatter. Well, as it turns out, all forms of matter have a frequency which can destroy it. And this is the principle of resonance. Now, when we take frequencies and we apply them to the body in a sweep fashion, going from the frequencies of 41,000 to 1.8 million hertz, we can discover certain resonances in the body of these bad bacteria, viruses, and parasites. The computer can report that and then use those variant frequencies to be applied to the body to kill bad bacteria, viruses, parasites, and even cancer cells. Because of course, cancer cells have a different resonance completely compared to healthy cells. So Royal Raymond okay. Rife knew this back in 1931. So well, I want to go into the background of, of Rife and his story in the 1930s. Before we go there, how did he figure out that certain frequencies could destroy uh, certain organic matter? Like what happens under a microscope? Have you seen you know, what happens when a rife machine, uh, yep. you know, again, emits a certain frequency? What happens? Yeah, there's, there's videos available where you apply certain frequencies. And it, you can see the bacteria, the pathogenic bacteria actually vibrate. And actually, the cell membrane will break and it'll just basically explode, not not in a very exciting fashion, just sort of break apart. And so, yeah, you can see that. And what happened was Ray started out with just applying electricity to organisms and seeing the effect of electricity. And then he moved on modulating the frequency, you know, from 60 hertz. And then he looked at different frequencies. And of course, he had these huge analog machines, which allowed him to produce variable frequencies, basic variable frequencies using only a sine wave. I don't think he had access to uh, manipulating the waveform like we do today. We have programs where we can produce any waveform, sawtooth or square, or even, this, of course, the sine waveform, which is the most common, which is better for health. But we use sawtooth and square waveforms to actually kill parasites and bad bacteria. They're much more effective. So now we basically have rife frequency medicine on steroids, if you will, and it makes it so much more powerful. So Ray was able to look at these organisms with a super high microscope, high powerful microscope, and actually see the effect of different frequencies. Now, this was, you know, years in the making as he, he would tune a certain frequency, let's say 240 hertz, and then look at the effect on the, on the organism. And then he would go to another frequency and then back and forth. And then eventually he would discover a frequency and pinpoint it that would actually destroy the pathogenic organism. And then he would look at the effect of that on anything else. And of course, resonant frequencies are extremely specific and they have a tendency not to affect anything else. So when he was applying that frequency to the human body, he was able to cure people. And of course, he got into performing these experiments with guinea pigs and he would be able to produce cancers 
in these guinea pigs and then cure the cancers. And then he did it over and over under the scrutiny of, of his peers. And these were a science fellow scientist, medical doctors, and he had them on his staff that he would open. He opened up a, a clinic in San Diego, California in the 1930s. And what happens is the medical doctors brought Royal Rife 16 terminal cancer patients that were absolutely written off and, and in hospice waiting to die. And Royal Raymond Rife used the machine he built to cure every six, all 16 patients. And so it was all under the big scrutiny of all the greatest medical professionals in California at that time. And so it hit the newspapers and went all over the United States and all over the world that this man developed a frequency machine that could kill cancer. And it could cure people. So people were ecstatic and they had banquets and people were talking about the end of all disease. Well, everything sounded absolutely wonderful until the American Medical Association reared its ugly head and began investigating. Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click on Support Us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. Uh, frequency medicine, of course, they approached Royal Rife and said, look, you know, if you let us buy this, uh, uh, this invention, this technology from you, we'll pay you X amount and we'll take it off your hands, buddy. Don't worry. And of course, Royal Raymond Rife said, no, I, I'm going to handle this. Thanks anyway, right? But he didn't accept their offer, but somebody else did a fellow by the name of Hoxie, and he had an herbal cure for cancer. Well, they took that and they downplayed it and, and ruined it. And Hoxie moved to Mexico, but not Raymond Rife. He stayed in the United States and kept going with his work. Now, Ray made a big mistake in 1936. He got together with a radio engineer, Hoyland, I think his name was. And what happened was this radio engineer took the Rife frequency medicine and added a carrier frequency. This was basically to create a light and had nothing to do with the healing modality of, of Royal Rife's uh, frequencies. And unfortunately, what happened is actually his name is Philip Hoyland. That's his name. What happened was the very first six commercial Rife machines were grossly inadequate in, in terms of being able to heal people because what uh, this Hoyland did was take the healing frequencies and add other frequencies to hide the healing frequency to protect the invention. And then he was adding a carrier wave, of course, which lit up you know, a plasma tube, which had no uh, healing uh, benefit whatsoever. So really the whole first commercial Rife machines were really ineffective because they were inadequately designed and, and unfortunately did not operate efficiently or effectively. And so the AMA jumped on this. And in 1939, Ray had to go to a court and defend his Rife machines. He won the case. But financially and mentally and spiritually, he was just destroyed and he became an alcoholic and he died in 1971 of alcohol and Valium overdose. And however, oh. during that 30 years, 
There were other people that carried on with technology, but everyone else who was involved in the 1930s was basically either killed. Uh, many of these people were killed or they were intimidated or they were forced to retire or their reputations destroyed. And this was because of a man by the name of Morris Fishbane. Now, Morris Fishbane or Bain was the first president of the American Medical Association and ran the journal for that. And what he demanded was that any prescription drugs had to advertise in the journal and pay excessive amounts of money. And in return, he would grant them authority to sell the prescription drugs. So this is where it all began. Of course, prescription drugs were funded by the Rockefeller Foundation. And in return, what happened was they created the curriculum for the universities that had they handed out medical degrees. And of course, all the curriculum was all about prescription drugs and, you know, the usual cancer therapies at that time, which was chemotherapy, radiation. And that's the only thing that they sanctioned. If you did anything that was off the wall, you were kindly asked to leave and you weren't given a degree for to practice medicine. And you didn't walk outside the line. You're it was, you can, here's your license to practice medicine. Now you go about selling drugs and don't do anything else or you're not going to have your license. So now uh, this Morris Fishbane was originally a clown. No, this is not one of my jokes. Uh, he was a clown. He studied to be a clown. And so it, he didn't do very well at that. So he went into medical school. Outrageous story, but true. Yeah, yeah how fitting. Well, Absolutely he weird. goes and gets a degree, barely passes, never treats a single patient but somehow works his way up to become the first president of the American Medical Association. And he does the bidding of the of the powers that be, which was all evil. And prescription drugs began the, the great progression and which would end in infamy. Of course, now we have an insane amount of prescription drugs worth billions of dollars. Many of these drugs are ineffective. You can see my seminars where I talk about that, including drugs for insomnia, which are incredibly ineffective. They just don't work. And prescription drugs. And of course, the, they say that the third biggest cause of death in the United States is through prescription drugs and doctors that make mistakes in hospitals, usually prescribing the wrong drug. The side effects from multiple prescription drugs are what killed Tom Petty and what killed uh, the lead singer of the Cranberries. And then the list goes on and on. People die from prescription drugs. 60,000 people die from opioids every year. That's just part of, of the total people that die from engaging in standard medical technology to treat chronic disease. Meanwhile, in 2013, there's a, along comes a guy by the name of John White out of New Zealand who had a cancer clinic, and he begins working with some other people from South Africa who were, Johann Stegman was one of them. He was working with uh, frequency medicine and developed a frequency generator using quantum entanglement. And quantum entanglement, easy enough, is just applying frequencies to a piece of DNA, such as a fingernail, which affects all the other DNA of the exact same kind, no matter where you are in the universe, which sounds like a lot of hooey until you see it work thousands of times like I have over the course of the past six years and accept it as a regular thing like Wi-Fi or any other technology and you see it working. I call it the God's Wi-Fi because it, it can actually work no matter where you are, no matter what, it, it well, Bill, automatically Bill, works. Yeah, Bill, tell me, so if I came to someone that had a rifle machine and sat with them, literally, what would I experience? Well, I, if you work? came to me and you didn't know 
what was wrong with you but felt terrible, then I would run scans on you through the scalar field and determine resonant frequencies. And then I would do reverse lookup to see what resonant frequencies were associated with, with what programs complementing the symptoms that you had. In other words, it had to be, everything had to make sense in putting the puzzle together. Maybe you had heavy metals and mineral deficiencies, and maybe you had bacterial viral parasitic infections that I'd heal. And maybe you had, I'd pick up cancer frequencies and then I'd use my uh, Rife technology, which now I have several different types of Rife technology to kill the cancer cells. And I've done exactly that. And what I've determined after curing over 50 cancer patients over the past three years, most of them being skin cancer, about 17 or 18 or skin cancers. For men, it's mostly prostate cancer. For women, a lot of times breast cancer, liver cancer, uh, those are the major ones. Right now, I've got an endometrial cancer that I'm healing. And I work sometimes with medical doctors, not always, because some people refuse to go into a hospital medical or a medical office for fear that they're going to get shot up with vaccines or given some kind of drug that's going to kill them. There, there actually are people like that, and they just don't want anything to do with medical doctors in terms of chronic disease. You can acknowledge, of course, that you know, uh, when you're dealing with trauma, of course, the, the emergency rooms are, are amazing and they, the doctors there in the emergency rooms do an amazing job in saving people's lives. I have no beef with that. It's just the treatment of chronic disease has a horrible record and, and people suffer. I've seen people suffer and lose all of their money on cancer treatments that don't work. And then when they come to me, I can cure them of cancer. I did my first a fourth, late fourth stage fully metastasized prostate cancer and wiped out 85% of the cancer tumors in three months, treating two times a week of at least three hours. And that's all documented in MRIs officially conducted by hospitals here in Panama. Quick question though. Again, literally, if I'm in your office, what, mm -hmm. what will happen? I sit in a chair. Do you put like a, a you know, something on me? Like yeah. what is yeah, using you're the talking about literally like, yeah. You're talking about the mechanics. So it, to sit in the middle of a, of a scalar field, there's two boxes, all right, two black boxes I use. They create uh, similar frequent, duplicate frequencies, which creates a scalar field of energy, which is, you know, about a meter and a half wide. And it emanates from the boxes. You sit in the middle of the scalar field and we put through modulated right frequencies to, to determine resonances. That's one type of scan I use. It's scanned through a scalar field. Scalar energy is the energy that human cells use to contact one another, and it's the energy of meridian pathways. And if you just study alternative medicine, you know all about meridian lines through the body and acupuncture and all that sort of stuff. And you may study chakras and that similar type of energy. And so that's one type of scan, and I would look for resonant frequencies. I would also put TENS pads in your midsection, attach them directly on the skin, and apply right frequencies, uh, 41,000, 1.8 million hertz, and it determine resonant frequencies in your body. And of course, bad bacteria, virus, parasites, and cancer cells resonate differently than the human cells. So I would be able to figure out what was the resonance by reverse lookup to see what programs are associated with this. And I've become very, very adept at this. In fact, one of the best in the world to be able to diagnose by using the Spooky2 software. At least that's what people tell me. And so when I do this, I'm very uh, able to very accurately diagnose a particular type of chronic disease and very accurately and efficiently apply resonant frequencies to kill anything in the human body that doesn't belong there that we need to kill. And so people recover and then I apply healing frequencies. So I have remote technology and I have other modalities, PMF pads and so on that I use to treat to heal tissue. Uh, two cases of that is I had one of my best friends 
fell and landed on her coccyx bone, which is her tailbone. And so that was fractured. And in three days, I was able to apply bone regeneration frequencies through remote technology and heal her in three days. The another friend who actually who's actually going out with that friend actually fell and hit his face. He got a dizzy spell. He fell, fell and hit it, smashed into a metal chair and cut his face up. And I was able to heal those tissues again using wound healing, antiseptic frequencies, tissue regeneration frequencies, and heal that those those really deep wounds, which he had stitches, I was able to heal those up in a week and he recovered fully. And he was very, very, very okay. happy. Okay. So the question though, so that's when, all when that's all documented. Go ahead. Right. When someone's sitting there, they'll have pads on them. Will they feel anything? I mean, what do they do? They just they relax for an hour or two and yep. just let uh-huh. the frequencies work yeah. on them. Yeah, you can go to drbillmcgraw.com and and you can read testimonials. There's about 30 testimonials there of people that I've treated and people that I consult to all over the world that use Rife technology to heal themselves of cancer and anything and everything else that's really troubling or bothering them in terms of chronic disease, and sometimes even cuts and lesions and bruises and all sorts of things. People are healing themselves with frequencies. Frequency medicine is the future. So when I apply these pads to you, you might feel a little bit of vibration, but that's it. When I kill stuff in the human body, no matter what it is, you won't feel a thing. Uh, the next day you may be tired because if I, let's say, uh, I'll give you a classic example. A woman comes to me two years ago with a decades long, uh, uh, infection of shingles. And she says, if you can please help me. And this is one of those magic times that I really feel great when I, when I use this stuff. Cause I, I killed all the shingles virus in her. And the next day she sleeps all day. She said, I was so tired. I felt like I was recovering from the flu. And she said, and you've cured me of this. And she went out her way for, for the first time in 10 years, not having to deal with the shingles virus. And so that was oh, that probably more than two years. That was five years ago. It's all documented. I have hundreds of people that can give reviews of all the work that I've done. They're extremely happy with my work. I'm more busier than I can possibly I have time for, and I'm, I'm enjoying the work. It's exciting. It's very rewarding. And to be able to, to take someone who's so sick and change them very quickly is, is just dynamite. It's an, I have super feel great moment in my life. And I just won't ever quit no matter what other work I do. I work in a lot of fields of science, but it's a blast. It's an absolute blast. Have there been people that um, it just didn't work on or that didn't get a complete recovery? I would say, you know, this is a new technology and you, you really need to be taught by someone who knows how to use this technology, who, who's been through treating hundreds of people like I have of everything you can imagine. And that's just because I'm, I don't know, I guess you'd call me a computer nerd. I've been using computers for 40 years. Uh, you know, the first, I was like, you know, first was using the TRS-80, I think they called it out of Radio Shack, studying basic programming to, and up all night just to type things with two fingers to get a get my name to blip across the screen. And thems were different days, as they say. And so I just picked this computer program. I've used hundreds of programs in my life in, in, in 10 different universities that I studied and worked at. And I just adapted to this. I picked it up and just started using it. And I just was like made for me. And I began healing people almost like the same day. I remember just opening up and using it, say, oh, yeah, I got this. And just started healing members of my family. And my wife has, you know, 178 (laughs) relatives. She has huge family. And so they all come to me to get traded and I trade them for free. And they're all thrilled with the technology. Some of them give me kind of sidelong looks and like, what is this guy doing? 
Well, when they're healed, they're very happy. So I become, you know, ingratiated with the family and so on. But uh, it's all a good bunch of fun. But I just picked it up and ran with it. So the people who haven't been healed, and I've had one or two clients have walked away who did not commit to the healing. And I, I developed this saying, not, you know, healing is not for everyone, which sounds nuts. I don't even like saying it. But you have to understand the greatest, sometimes people are their own worst enemy and they just don't want to be healed. They don't want to change their diet. They don't want to sit in a chair for two hours with these frequencies on them. Maybe they don't want to pay a few hundred dollars or whatever the cost is. If I engage in serious technology, you know, six or eight hours a week to, to really work on them using a whole bunch of different modalities that I have here and, and, and rec- apply every bit of knowledge that I know to help them and cure them, they don't want to do it. They don't want to, they don't want to do it. They don't want to be healed. And I, that's something you have to accept is patient rights. And then if they get involved with an MD, the MD will always downplay my work and say, well, that doesn't work. If it worked, we'd be using it. I'd be using it. It doesn't work. You need these drugs. You have to get these drugs into your body. That'll help. But when, what happens is when they go and talk to people who have, who have been cured. And I say, well, you can talk to these 15 people here. And they talk to them. They say, oh, wow, this does work. And then I treat them and that becomes another, you know, another arrow in my quiver. And off I go on to the next one. But sometimes the medical doctors will create new terms to try to scare their client into not doing rife technology. They'll say things like, oh, well, you need to be careful. Maybe that's not going to work. Maybe you're going to get hurt from that. But I've never hurt anyone in my life with this or anything else. And so, you know, I, it goes, it, sometimes it's me against them, but, you know, they, they do not like me because I can do something that they can't, but they do respect me. I can tell you that because I've heard them say, well, you know, oh, that's the Rife guy. I, I know he does that, that, this, that, and the other, and I know he does these things. Well, I can do things that they can't because I, I'm more into physics than I am medicine. And so I apply these physics, physical frequencies to people. And I don't, you know, I can't write you an opioid prescription. I'm not a medical doctor. I can't take your gallbladder out. I don't have a lab here. I don't have a hospital that'll take, I don't want to take out your gallbladder. What I do is just destroy gallstones and I get you to drink uh, some apple cider vinegar and I dissolve the gallstone and on you go. Your gallbladder is important for detoxification and digesting fats. I don't want to take it out. Yeah, no question here. Um, so you mentioned that the frequencies will resonate certain viruses and bacteria and make them, you know, blow open. Um, with cancer cells, what's different in a cancer cell versus a healthy cell, and why would a frequency affect one and not the other? Yeah, sure. When the cancer cells develop, they change to the point. Okay, this is not a regular healthy human cell. It changes to the point where they no longer resonant. They have a different resonance. They have a different resonant frequency. Because they've changed enough with their abnormal internal structures and abnormal internal metabolism. Remember, these things are growing out of control. This is not a normal cell that lives a certain life and automatically destroys itself through regular program cell death or what we call apoptosis. This is a cell that no longer, it has a metabolic cellular machinery that is defunct. It doesn't work correctly and it begins to multiply, multiply and really take over the human body just by utilizing all the resources of the human body because its metabolic functions are drastically deranged. And so it grows at an abnormal rate. And so it resonates differently. And so I can differentiate between a cancer cell and a healthy human cell readily, even precancerous cells develop a different resonance and I can kill a precancerous cell. I've done it on people's face before, you know. 
uh, certain conditions where people develop these precancerous cells on their face from too much sun exposure. I can kill them and I've done it and I'm going to do it again. It's a regular so, gig. Cancer is a regular so, gig for me. It ain't no never mind. What happens when someone gets, you know, a cancer treatment with the Rife machine? What do they experience either right then or the next day or in the ensuing yeah. days and weeks? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. What happens is when you kill a cancer cell is it dies over the course of about a week, maybe two weeks, and then it expands and becomes inflamed, and then it dies completely, deteriorates, and is, is replaced with healthy cells. I've seen it. I've had the ability to look at a fungating tumor on the outside of someone's body that was really the size of a football. I've got videos of it. I've got videos of it deteriorating from applying Rife technology. Unfortunately, this is a late fourth stage metastasized breast cancer. And this person came to me at, at an end stage and I'm killing it and watching these different cell lines, these different growths on the outside of this human's body, different colored cancer cells and watching these chunks of cancer fall off this tumor. And it was just mind blowing. This is four or five years ago. I wasn't as good as I am now. And I wasn't as confident. I was learning. Who else can I learn from? Nobody. I just had to figure it out myself yeah. through my study of medicine. And so I was able to see that. And I was able to see the tissue healing process on someone coming to me with the small cell cancer growth on their nose. And I would apply the frequencies. And I would see this thing get angry and get red and and become inflamed and then die slowly and replace with normal tissue as the body treated this dead tissue like it would any other tissue. What happens when you get a bruise or a cut? Well, it's dead tissue. What does the body do? Well, it creates an inflammatory process through the white blood cells signaling the body to begin taking away the dead tissue and repairing the, the cells, repairing the tissue, getting on with the process of healing. The body doesn't care if it's a dead cancer cell or, or if it's a cut or a, a bruise or whatever the heck. The body's healing itself Every moment of that day, you're developing 200 cancer cells in your body, no matter how healthy you are. And the body destroys them, them their cancer cells through a process known as immunology. Do you do this on yourself prophylactically? or do you every, have a, a every, Almost every people? day. Almost oh, really? every day. Remember, if you remember, you and I have quite a history going back years now. And when I got into medicine, 10, 15 years ago is because no doctor could help me and cure my insomnia. All they could do was write me drugs. So I've got a whole, I still have my whole bag of drugs that don't work. The drugs don't work just like the Verve song. And so I was going through these drugs, drug after drug, and they didn't work. And then finally, this medical doctor looked at me and said, look, I don't want to ever see you again. You take this drug. If it doesn't work, I thought it was like benzodiazepine. You know, I have to take like a Valium type drug to sleep every night. And I got outside the office and I said, look, I said to myself, I'm done. I'm done with this crap. I'm not doing it anymore. So I went home and, and started reading every, going through every medical textbook, every single book on every single medical condition I read and reread and every single research paper. And I figured out I had mineral deficiencies. That was the cause of insomnia, which turned into anxiety. And I'd have anxiety at three o'clock in the morning with the blood pressure of 180 over 120. And, and then I could go to sleep and I'd have to take a drug to calm down and sleep. Eventually, it was just mineral deficiency, a physiological response to stress, which was adrenal overload, which created a need for additional minerals such as magnesium, potassium, calcium, and so on. So I began taking colloidal minerals and certain mineral salts. And immediately, my anxiety went away. And my insomnia improved. So I said, you know, wow, this is insane. So I kept going. 
I kept studying and studying and studying until I determined that the mineral deficiencies were created by heavy metals. I got rid of the heavy metals and lo and behold, boom, I, I felt so much better. And I began studying Rife technology and every other medical technology you can think of that I could get my hands on. And so I began treating people and relying on my medical studies and all the other courses I took on medicine from previous years and all the degrees I have. And I began healing people left and right. And I said, hey, I'm good at this. So I, I just didn't stop. I got hooked on it. It became an addiction, an obsession, maybe, to start beginning to heal. And as soon as I healed somebody, I wanted somebody else. It's like catching trout out of a stream. As soon as I got one, I want another one. That was fun. So I just kept going and healing people. And now I can't stop. And I'm getting into new technologies. I'm ready for the next technology beyond beyond scalar energy. I'm ready for well, the why, aliens why, why do you to come down. Yeah, why do you need a better technology if this one works uh, pretty much? It does all the work. Time? It works extremely well. But I'm, I want because I've opened my mind to quantum entanglement and the idea of quantum sciences. I'm now ready for the next paradigm. When you engage new technologies, it changes your mindset to understand there are things you just don't know. There are possibilities and potentials with such great results that it's an aha moment that you just can't wait to get a hold of. You know, when I first saw my first quantum entanglement remote technology work, I said, oh, my God, this is insanely wonderful. I can't wait to use it regularly. And now it's old hat. I want that buzz, man. I want that next next big high of, oh, God, I can't believe how wonderful this is. Look, I've healed somebody in half the time it took me. Did you heal somebody before? So new technology and the aha moment is what turns me on. That's how my brain okay. works. So when I see that new technology work for the first time and I've done something that no one else has done before, this is what fulfills me as a scientist and as this I don't know, this person that engages these new technologies and seeing it work for the first right. time on somebody and see their, the look on their face going, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And I say, oh, yeah, I believe it. But, you know, this, this technology is already old hat. It's 100 year old. Royal Rife was using these same frequencies that I used 100 years ago to heal terminally ill cancer patients. I do that now. Now I'm looking for, well, I look at scalar technology and say the scalar field's very healing. Look at what I'm doing with it. Look at how I can identify uh, mineral deficiencies, vitamin deficiencies, heavy metal toxicities. Look how fast I can find a virus variant and kill it. Look how fast I can do it. But now it's old hat. I want to be able to one day experience a technology that's so far advanced, I can't even understand it. That's the thrill. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Well, Bill, um, if people want to get the right technology used on them, you know, not everyone in the world can go to you. So who else is using this and where can people go and find out about it? Yeah, it's, that's a fantastic question. Of course they can't. I live in Panama. Obviously, it's a good place to do this sort of thing. But what you do is go to my website, drbillmcgraw.com, D-R-B-I-L-L-M-C-G-R-A-W.com, and you'll see get to see the uh, reviews of my consultations. What I do is I train people to use this technology and treat themselves all over the world. And, of course, the next question is, well, can anyone use this? And the answer is yes. Six, seven years ago, when I first began using Spooky2 program, it wasn't advanced. Now it's advanced to the point where an entire scan takes eight minutes and applying the frequencies can take a half an hour or an hour. And I can heal somebody from skin cancer in three, two hour treatments without any pain. And I guarantee it. And that the skin cancers don't come back and I heal all the other cancers in somebody's face just like that. So I'm training people all over the world every day to use the, the Spooky2Rife technology 
to heal themselves, how to conduct scans, how to interpret uh, reverse lookup reports, how to identify cancer, how to kill cancer, what you can expect, how to detox yourself. Because I started out as a detox man before I got into Rife Technology. And so I advise people all over the world. And I'm now training people in clinics in so many different countries like Canada. I have friends and colleagues in Canada that I'm training to use the technology and they're inviting people in. And this is how these small clinics will one day turn into huge clinics. And they're beginning to treat people all over the place. And so this technology is spreading rapidly and the shift in paradigm is, is, is happening. And, and the, the world is changing in a very positive way. Now, having said that, I understand that there's so much stuff going on. And for to get people's attention, I have to compete with the most fantastic things going on in the world, coronaviruses and vaccine mandates and war in Ukraine and the threat of World War III. And, uh, you know, Elon Musk has bought Twitter for $48 billion and all this other junk and video games and, you know, whatever. And so many people are just so distracted that it's hard for me to, to pull someone aside and say, look here, look at this. I can cure you. You know, you don't have to suffer. I can cure you. Look how I can do this. But it's not just me now. There's people, thousands of people all over the world treating tens of thousands of people and curing them of all these chronic diseases. And to be a part of that revolution is pretty exciting. It, it, it really is very fulfilling. So other people okay. are doing it everywhere. Well, very good. So Bill, the resources primarily is your website is what drbillmcgraw.com? Yeah. And if people want to purchase the Spooky 2 equipment, the Spooky 2 Rife equipment that's been used to heal over a million people, they can go to spooky2-mall.com and use this code Bill0323 to get 5% off any Spooky 2 equipment. And then they can contact me and I can instruct them how to use the equipment because I know a lot of things that the engineers who created the program just don't know because I have years and years of experience of using this equipment to heal people. So I'm able to complete the loop in terms of what comes out of the engineer minds and what they use as far as programs which create frequencies and programs to treat cancer and programs to scan and figure out what's going on with somebody. I've adapted those programs. I've adapted the treatments to the point where I can use them most efficiently and I can advise people to use the programs of greatest efficiency to heal themselves rapidly and to, and to get through any chronic disease condition that they can possibly have. So take a look at my website. There's, I've got eight seminars, two hour seminars that I've done, which instruct people how to use the equipment and how to interpret. But a lot, most of the time people come back to me and say, look, I've got this problem. I need to, I need you to help me to bring me up to speed as fast as possible because I need to get into this and heal myself quickly. And of course I I'm there when they need me to answer questions and to, you know, to go through the program with using zoom and to, you know, advise them on, on getting hair tests and having metals and detox and mineral deficiencies and everything else in between. And I guide them through everything until they're completely healed. And then oftentimes they go forward and help somebody else and so on. And so that's my story in a nutshell, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, very good. Bill, thanks again for coming back as usual. And uh, it's always good to talk to you. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for, for having me, Richard. Uh, hopefully we can do it again. <laughs> if you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. 
If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.